You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Before I get started on today's episode, I want to say a big thank you to everyone who has helped this show grow. Leaving ratings and reviews, telling friends about the show, all of that stuff makes a difference, and I really appreciate it. I feel like who art Ed? Who art is Mr. Wood art Ed me? Either way, it's ambiguous. It works on so many levels. I know. That's off to a great start. Welcome to Who Arted, where we explore visual arts in an audio medium. I'm your host, Kyle Wood, and today we're going to be looking at Stonehenge. Now, for any American high school students who are studying for the AP art history exam and stumbled across this podcast, you may want to check out the Spotify playlist I've created. Um, I've got somewhere around 40 episodes and counting covering various works from the AP art history study guide. My Spotify playlist is called AP art history cram session, and I'm going to link it in the show notes for anyone who might be interested in that. Now, Stonehenge has captured the imagination of people for centuries. It's hard to categorize the massive stone work. Is it a feat of engineering, sculpture, architecture? Is it a work of deep spiritual significance or an oversized and needlessly complicated calendar? Located in Wiltshire, England, Stonehenge is made up of standing stones arranged in a circular formation. It's estimated to be over 4,500 years old. While its original purpose remains a mystery, there's no doubt that Stonehenge is a masterpiece of art and engineering that has stood the test of time. One of the most striking aspects is its symmetry. The arrangement of the stones creates a sense of balance and harmony that's both pleasing to the eye and awe-inspiring. The circular formation is not perfect, but its imperfections are part of the charm of handmade work and serve as a reminder that this monumental piece was created before mechanization and modern tools. It's even older than recorded history. The stones themselves are works of art. Each one was carefully shaped and carved to fit together seamlessly. Some of the stones are so massive, it's hard to imagine how they were moved and placed in position without modern machinery. The sheer skill and ingenuity required to create such a monument are a testament to the artistic and technical abilities of the ancient people who built it. Of course, the mystery of how these stones were moved into place has led to some wild speculation, with some people attributing the work to aliens. As much as I love the idea of extraterrestrials mastering the technology of intergalactic travel just to come to Earth and move some rocks around, then disappear with no traces left behind other than 
I don't know, some weird, like, monumental stone Jenga gone horribly awry. It was probably built by humans. The first phase of construction is believed to have been around 3100 BCE. This is when they dug a circular ditch about six feet deep with a bank of dirt about 360 feet in diameter surrounding it. The ditch and bank, that's called a henge. Within that henge, there are 56 pits about three feet in diameter. Archaeologists are unsure whether those initially held upright wooden beams or upright bluestones from the Prasili Hills in Wales. If it was the bluestones, that would mean stones weighing between two and four tons were transported roughly 250 miles. Now, phase two came about 100 years after phase one. The upright posts were set in the middle of the henge. There may or may not have been a roof on the structure, but one thing we know for sure is it was used for ceremonial burials in this period. And archaeologists have said that looking at the remains of the people that have been unearthed from that excavation, it must have been people of high status and privilege. It would have been sort of an honor to be buried at Stonehenge in that phase. Now, phase three, that's when the iconic stone circle we know today was built. The blue stones or wooden beams from the Aubrey holes, that's those 56 pits that I referenced earlier. They're called the Aubrey holes, uh, named after the person who discovered them. So blue stones or wooden beams were pulled out of those holes and 30 huge stones, when I say huge, each stone was 13 feet tall, weighing around 25 tons. They were arranged in the middle of the henge, forming a circle 108 feet in diameter. These upright stones were capped with 30 lintel stones lying horizontally across the top. Now, inside that ring of stones, there's a horseshoe-shaped arrangement of trilithons. A trilithon is a pair of upright stones with a lintel stone spanning their tops. So that's that kind of arrangement of stones that essentially looks like the pie symbol. Two upright, one horizontal across the top. In the 18th century, observers noted that during the summer solstice, the sunrise is perfectly framed by the end of those trilithons. Similarly, in the winter solstice, the sunset is framed by them, leading many to speculate that Stonehenge may have been created to serve some sort of calendar function or that it was arranged for astrological observation. Now, speaking of observation and things outside of Stonehenge, the landscape surrounding the monument also adds to its beauty. The fields, other natural elements, create a sense of harmony and balance with the stones. The location of Stonehenge was carefully chosen to create that sense of awe and reverence and inspire those who witnessed it. It also has deep cultural significance as a symbol of ancient wisdom and knowledge. It's been a source of inspiration for poets, artists, and writers for centuries. Everything from paintings and sculptures and installations, even 
music videos, photographs, and films, you name it. I think part of the reason that it appeals to so many people and has been used in so many different ways is because it retains that awe-inspiring sort of mystery. And let's face it, who doesn't love a good mystery? It's inspired and fascinated people throughout history for thousands of years, and I think it's safe to say it'll continue to do so for thousands of years to come. This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted, part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. If you found this tolerable, please leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week on social media at Who Arted Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And of course, on the website, whoartedpodcast.com. Podcast done. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? then the Calm Cove podcast can help you sleep deeply all night long. Calm Cove has deeply relaxing meditation music and ambient sounds, like ocean waves and crackling fires. All of our episodes are designed to help you relax and to fall asleep fast. Calm Cove is brought to you by the team behind Sleep Cove, the sleep podcast that consists of spoken word hypnosis, meditation and stories. So if you want to listen to a beautiful soundscape tonight, search for Calm Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see how we're helping millions of people relax and go to sleep every night.